It's 9.30 in 716. The Catholic Church in crisis locally, globally. Pressure on our Bishop Richard Malone to resign. Pressure on the Pope to be transparent and respond. It is a public relations pressure cooker for sure, and no one better for input on that than Michael Caputo. We turn to Michael certainly for all things politics, but he's a public relations pro and crisis communications master, and he's uh, with me on the line. And uh, Michael, no one's better in a pressure cooker than you. Well, I'll tell you, I, I really started recognizing the pressure uh, during Mass last Sunday uh, when uh, the, the readings that were chosen and, uh, and the homily delivered by my priest were very much focused on this scandal. You know, I, I guess all of us have heard it on the news and all of us have read it in the newspaper and the calls for Bishop Malone to resign, but it really came home to roost for me and all of the parishioners at Immaculate Conception when Father John and, and, and the readings really focused on this. And what, what struck me is uh, the Father uh, talking about how, you know, at this point in time, Catholics uh, have to look and search in their souls and, and understand, are, you know, where do they stand? Do they stand with the Church or, or do they not? And that really is the ultimate definition of a crisis. Yeah, you know, and I heard from another parish, too, um, you know, that uh, in, a, in a, another Mass up in the North Towns, they addressed it, too, and said, uh, the priest had said simply, he hopes they clean house. So, I mean, there's certainly not, uh, at least many of the, the, the priests aren't hiding. Well, that's true, and I think uh, Bishop Malone, for all the criticism he's getting, uh, it has, has uh, uh, spoken in very similar ways. I believe that this crisis uh, goes all the way from the local parish, all the way to uh, the Vatican itself. You, you see the former um, uh, Vatican ambassador to the United States uh, wrote a letter criticizing the Pope himself, something the uh, Catholics, we all, we all see, is very unusual and, 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 and fueling this crisis in a lot of ways. And, you know, from a Buffalo perspective, uh, we're on the national map uh, because of the, uh, the coverage and the scandal here locally, and there's a lot of things. Uh, that the Buffalo Diocese uh, should be considering doing. Yeah, and certainly this week we saw uh, George Rickert. Uh, he's a colleague of mine. He used to actually work at, at WBEN before he worked at uh, WIVB. And George has decided to uh, what appears to be step down because he's going to stay on the job until next Friday. What do you read into that? What do you make of that? Well, I, I don't know George Rickert. I, I respect him from his work in, in the news business, and I don't mean to be critical of him personally. Uh, but uh, this is a problem actually uh, across Buffalo, where uh, the major companies and major organizations of Buffalo, when they want to hire their their organizational communications leader, they hire television reporters. They don't hire professional communicators. And the difference between the two is that professional communicators are, are trained and skilled in crisis. And the first thing we do when crisis comes is stand with our clients. And unfortunately, uh, when it comes down to reporters and TV reporters, they're not trained in that respect. They don't know how to handle crisis, and many of them are unwilling to do so. Uh, but I'll tell you, uh, you also see, for example, Charlie Specht of, of, of WKBW, who as a reporter is doing incredible, incredible uh, reporting. Uh, I think he's going to end up getting an award out of uh, at the end of this. I know that's not what he's thinking, uh, but, you know, 
while you know we see uh, one television reporter uh, leaving the church in crisis, we see another one uh, doing really incredible work uh, as he's trained to do. Michael, how important is it from a public relations standpoint for the person that's representing the diocese to to actually you know believe in what the church is doing? So, for example, if you're if you're if you're in George's position and you don't necessarily um, agree with how the church is handling or believe you know what you, what you're putting out, I mean, do you need to be behind that personally to to be able to effectively work for the diocese? I believe so, in, in, at least in some regards. I, I also understand that the, the newer you are to organizational communication, the more you feel that you must believe 100% in what you're doing. Uh, there's a different kind of person behind every different position. And in communications in particular, for example, there are some in politics who won't work for uh, politicians they don't believe in. I respect that. And I respect what, what Charlie, uh, I'm sorry, what, uh, what Mr. Rickard has done. But at the same time, I think the church needs to line up, uh, find a professional communicator, and, and start, uh, 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 you know, roll up their sleeves and start working hard. What should they be doing? I mean, uh, you're, you're not, you don't have the job, and uh, I don't necessarily think you want the job, but um, what should they be doing in your estimation that maybe they're not? Well, I think they need to turn to traditional and, and proven communication strategies. I think the first thing they must do is do a very serious and in-depth uh, survey and measurement of uh, of the of the Catholic lady and of the of the of the Catholics in the region to understand where their hearts and where their heads are at because in reality we see the criticism of Bishop Malone coming from different uh, quarters most of them political but uh, you know like for example you see criticism from Democrats who are members of the Catholic Church but who are pro-abortion. Uh, and, 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 you know, the Brian Higgins, uh, 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 Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, you know, these, uh, these people are, are, you know, certainly Catholic as, if, as they, in their hearts, but they, they don't really believe in what the Catholic Church believes. So I think the Church needs to understand what the, the actual uh, Catholic, you know, the Catholics of the region believe, you know, and, and cross, you know, cross, uh, tab that research and find out uh, what kind of person believes what. I mean, if they're pro-abortion, you know, do they are they more inclined to believe that the Catholic Church is at fault, uh, and and etc. They, I, I think that this this poll has to be pages and pages long, and they need to really deeply understand uh, the Catholics in the region. Again, after that, they need to step back, take a look at all the data. Uh, understand the data, uh, get perhaps a focus group of local Catholics uh, to get a better handle on the messaging, and then go out with television and radio and print advertising, uh, digital marketing, to try to reach the Catholics in the region and, and, and provide them with the assurances they need that the Catholic Church is going forward with the right uh, attitude, the right focus, and that this kind of thing will never happen again. Michael Caputo with us. We're talking about the crisis in the Catholic Church. It is certainly a, uh, a communications crisis and uh, in, in goes a lot deeper than that. You know, you brought up a couple of interesting points about uh, uh, Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul, Congressman Higgins. Um, it's kind of like you need to wear both your hats, your political hat and your PR hat, uh, crisis communications hat. When you, you know, it was interesting this week that D.A. Flynn uh, declined uh, to have an opinion on whether or not 
Bishop Malone should resign, and he did that uh, in the name of you know the the fact that he may need to be prosecuting cases involving this. Um, should from your political side, should Congress people, lieutenant governors, and political figures be calling for the resignation of someone outside of their you know their oversight? Um, and then two, how does the the diocese respond to those calls? Well, I think it's every person's right to to say whatever they wish uh, and to call for a solution that they believe in. Uh, a politician is more inclined to do so because they have the microphone more than most. But, uh, you know, really, when it comes down to it, you look at D.A. Flynn and others, and you, you, you said that, I, you know, you have to have your PR hat on and your political hat on, but you, you also have to have your litigation hat on. Uh, whatever communications the, the church does from here forward, they need to understand there's always already a civil case filed, and there most certainly will be perhaps a statewide investigation coming from the state attorney general's office or elsewhere, very similar to the Pennsylvania investigation. So the church needs to look at everything they say from a PR perspective, uh, from a Catholic perspective, from a political perspective, but also from a legal perspective. They're going to be uh, deluged from all sides with criticism, and something even worse, that's litigation, which could do serious damage uh, to the church and its reputation. You know, and finally, you, you referenced Charlie Spackton, and one of the things he's reporting of late is that this uh, this coming Labor Day weekend, this Labor Day weekend that we're, we're into at this point, um, the bishop is up at uh, Cape Cod somewhere on vacation. Um Really not a good look, right, from a PR perspective, whether that vacation is earned, whether that vacation is due. It's just not the right look, in in my estimation. Your thoughts? You're probably right, but at the same time, I'm quite certain that the bishop uh, is working uh, 24-7 right now. He may have relocated to the Cape, but uh, I'm certain he is absolutely engaged in this. Uh, it would be impossible not to be when the future of his position and the future of his diocese and the future of our church, uh, uh, you know, is at stake. Uh, I don't know Bishop Malone personally. I know people who, who are close to him. I know he's deeply concerned about this. I cannot imagine uh, that, that being on vacation means any difference at all except for his location. Yeah, at, I won't... The same time, at the same time, I believe uh, that this kind of respite can give clarity of thought and clarity of action. And while thinking about and working on these problems while he's on vacation, I hope that the bishop comes back with a, uh, with a resolve uh, that, that's necessary to move forward to, to take care of this crisis. Yeah, I won't ask you whether he should or should not resign, but what I will ask you is that from your perspective and your background in PR, when you see this constant drumbeat against someone, this constant pressure cooker, as I'm, I'm calling it, uh, on someone, uh, whether or not they feel they should or shouldn't, do they usually ultimately step aside? Well, it really depends upon the man or the woman who's under siege. And, um, and in, in fact, you know, the, a lot of these demands are coming from social media, from uh, other uh, uh, communications platforms, uh, from a lot of people who are not Catholics, who have never darkened the doorstep of a Catholic church and have never supported the church in any way, shape, or form. Uh, what, the, what the bishop needs to do is understand what the Catholics of his diocese believe. Uh, that means a poll. That means serious measurement. That means serious analysis of that data, 
and only then will he understand uh, what, what the people who he served truly believe. Public relations pro Michael Caputo. Follow him on Twitter at Michael R. Caputo. See him on cable news, any channel of your choice, really. And, of course, hear him here on WBEN. Michael, thank you so much. Thank you. Back after Labor Day. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo.